Killers by Lucy A. Snyder. San Francisco, California. From country homes to urban server farms, fairy cats are taking America by storm as the hottest trend in pets. 16-year-old Melissa Eager's bedroom is decorated entirely with paintings and statuettes of winged cats, which she has acquired at science fiction conventions around the country. I love, love, love fairy cats, says Eager. And I had no idea they were for real until I saw one at a shop in Mill Valley. It was all black and it had long shiny wings like a raven. So pretty. I was all like, Mom, I will totally die if you don't get me that. The purchase of the cat, a Balinese silk stalker named Sky Knight, was not an easy decision for Eager's mother, Victoria Knott. The shopkeeper wanted $2,500 for it. I could see paying that for a good handbag, but for a cat, I just wasn't sure. But Missy kept pestering me, and it occurred to me that if I bought her the cat, maybe she would stop spending so much time and money at those silly sci-fi conventions. I keep arranging dates with perfectly nice young men, with good prospects, and then she goes to a convention and brings home these boys who spend all their times reading novels and playing games. So I got Missy to agree that if I got her the cat, no more conventions for her, not until she gets her business degree, at Harvard. If it keeps her on the proper path to success, then the cat has been a good investment, not says. Exotic cat breeder Kyle Salinas says, Fairy cats have become extremely popular ever since the Shimmer incident. Now that people can actually see the cats, they practically sell themselves. Salinas says that fairy cats, scientifically classified in the genus Felis Fae, were created in Europe and Asia around 300 BC. The cats thrived in Europe until the Dark Ages. Considering that plain old alley cats were hung for being minions of the devil, you can imagine how superstitious folk reacted to fairy cats, which in rare instances were the pets of various demons, says Salinas. Most witches and wizards put an invisibility charm on their flying familiars to keep them safe. However, after angry mobs caught the cat's masters, the spells remained unbroken, and the familiars stayed invisible, as did their kittens. Salinas says that because of their invisibility, fairy cats were left out of bestiaries and often mistaken for other entities, such as banshees, poltergeists, and bogarts. A fairy cat in heat does sound very much like a banshee, he says. And if an invisible kitten gets into a house at night and finds a stash of catnip or valerian root, most residents would be convinced they needed an exorcist. The fairy cats might have remained invisible to this day if it had not been for Angus Shimmer. It was totally an accident, says Shimmer, now associate professor of thaumaturgy at Miskatonic State. I was an undergraduate and... My quadmates were playing a practical joke on me. They'd stolen every last one of my spellbooks, turned them invisible, and, and stashed them in trees around the dorms. Man, I, I was angry, says Shimmer. And there was a storm coming. I was sure my books would all be ruined before I found them. Shimmer says that he climbed the bell tower in order to cast a broad-range revisibility spell on the campus. Just as he was finishing his incantation, lightning struck the tower. We still aren't 100% sure what happened, Shimmer admits. Maybe it was the copper in the bell tower combined with the moon phase and the power of the lightning strike and the hemiphagic alignment of Venus and nobody knows. But at that moment, every invisible thing on the face of the planet became visible again. In addition to surprises like the discovery of the Dunwich Horror in the back of a Waffle House in Tewkesbury, Massachusetts, people across the world were shocked to discover fairy cats living in their sheds and gardens. I had no clue these things were real 
says artist Jim Beamer. I mean, I don't even like cats, but I got tired of going to art shows and not selling a single piece while cutesy crayon drawings of crap with wings sold like hotcakes at the sci-fi conventions around the corner. So yeah, I sold out. I'm not proud. I gotta pay off my art school loan somehow, right? But then I wake up one morning and there's this freaking cat with wings on my patio and it's munching on a freaking leprechaun. I checked myself into the nut house that very afternoon, but oh no, they won't keep me because I'm not hallucinating, says Beamer. Now even the collectors in Soho want pictures of crap with wings. Nobody cares about my still lifes or landscapes, he says. That cat is out there every day, taunting me with his cutesy wings and his dead leprechauns. Haunting me. I'm haunted by a cat. God, the whole world's gone insane. I need a drink. Where's my bourbon? Scottish fairy fancier Edwina Cotton was also surprised by the flying felines. I kept finding the wee corpses of pixies and brownies in the flower beds, she says. I always thought it was my young nephew up to mischief with his slingshot, but it turned out I had a lovely fluttery torty kitten living in my greenhouse. I brought the kitten inside to keep her from slaughtering the rest of my fairies, Cotton says, but she's been quite a handful compared to my other cats. Selinus agrees that fairy cats are much more challenging pets than regular house cats. Fairy cats need space, high ceilings, and places to roost. If you live in a small home, an outdoor aviary will do. But you can't just lock a fairy cat in a parrot cage and expect it to do well, he says. Most breeds will howl or refuse to eat under cramped conditions, but some European lines can teleport short distances and will do so if they feel trapped. You can kiss your drapes goodbye if that happens. He adds that not all pet owners realize that fairy cats were bred for a specific purpose. These creatures are beautiful and magical, sure, but their job is killing fairies. And if they can't do that job, they get frustrated and bored. Crypto-veterinary researcher Rudy Briggs has spent several years tracking the origins of the fairy cat. We've managed to trace the European breeds to a Germanic witch named Charlotte, who had a serious problem with disgruntled pillywiggins tearing up her gardens. According to local legends, when the young cat she kept for mousing was able to catch a pillywiggin, Charlotte hit upon the notion of crossing the cat and her pet crow to create an airborne hunter that could better catch the flying fairies. After a few unsuccessful attempts, the cat gave birth to a litter of winged kittens that soon sent the pillywiggins packing. The crow cat legend is similar to the legend of the Mandarin wizard Ming Mei, whose house was plagued by angry sylphs, says Briggs. Ming Mei crossed his favorite cat, presumably a Siamese, according to Briggs, with a falcon. The winged kittens were fierce, quick hunters, and while they could not kill the sylphs, they drove the air spirits away. Many modern animal lovers are horrified that their kitties are bred to be merciless killing machines. But that's the breaks, says Briggs. Fairy cats have been increasingly finding homes as night guards in computer companies that have deployed cyber-spiritual networks. The fairy cats have been great for us, says Amanda O'Brien, a systems specialist at Monkey Brain Computing in San Francisco. We've been running Aetherweb for a while now, and the spiritual aura the network cables gave off attracts all sorts of supernatural entities. What the warning spells don't keep out, the cats take care of. O'Brien says that her company's three fairy cats, all Scottish Bogart Harriers, have free run of the building. Yeah, they sometimes shed just like regular cats, so we provide free antihistamines for people with allergies. Sometimes the cats will hork feather balls on people, but we've turned it into a positive thing for the staff. You get splattered with a feather ball, you get the rest of the day off. So far, knock on wood, there haven't been any airborne litter box accidents, she adds. O'Brien says that the staff reaction to the cats has been mostly positive. 
A lot of geeks are cat lovers anyway, and our little bogey slayers are real beauties. Pretty much anyone who would have had major issues with cats flying around resigned when we deployed the Aetherweb last year. Because, let's face it, if you can't deal with a cat sleeping on your monitor, you're going to be way less okay with finding a pillywig and digging through your trash. Fairy Cat, The Cutest Killers, was written by Lucy A. Snyder, the author of Sparks and Shadows and Installing Linux on a Dead Badger. She grew up in the Cowboys and Cactus part of Texas, but currently lives in Worthington, Ohio, where she writes by day and does computer support by night. Fairy Cat's The Cutest Killers appears in her collection, Installing Linux on a Dead Badger. People can learn more at lucysnyder.com. Fairy Cat's The Cutest Killers first appeared in Strange Horizons. It was read for us by Rachel Swirsky, PodCastle's editor. Mm -hmm.